everybody. Welcome back to Movie Reel. I'm your host, Kevin Tracy. With me, as always, is my co-host, Sam. Say hi, everybody. Wait, everybody? <laughs> I'm multiple people? Yes, you are multiple people. I'm still and, just one. Uh, yeah. The one, the ah, other co-host, I'm, Sam. You could say I'm <laughs> solo. Say Sam solo. Uh, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Wait for audience. <laughs> Just keep going. Pause for audience laughter. Uh, uh, and, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh, oh my god, who is that? Is it Ben? Yup, that's me. I'm Ben. <laughs> There's a long oh, okay. pause. And I'm like, wait for dramatic effect or something? Like, okay. What's. Anyway. <laughs> wow, what an intro. <laughs> Best one yet. 10 out of 10. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're back talking about some more uh, goofy Star Wars stuff, and uh, this one's no different. And just like Sam's joke, uh, this will be the movie Solo. Uh, so thank you for introducing that one, Sam. I I'm really glad that you spent ten minutes convincing me to set you up for that joke to for it to land. No, that wasn't the joke. Oh, oh, it was no, it? that just came. Cause you, well, you, you, you oh. said you started to say, "Say hello, everybody," when you were introducing me. So I just went with it, and it didn't land. So it doesn't matter. That wasn't the joke. <laughs> well, now I feel like a dick. All right. Okay, just ask me what movie are we doing? Uh, hey, <laughs> Sam, what movie are we doing? I'm asking with sincere, genuine honesty. <laughs> I'm questioning your sincerity, but I'll accept and move on. Uh, we're talking Quad, the Ben Quadranero story of how, how he opened a gym on Tatooine because he wanted to be sexy for the ladies. He wanted to be the next Ben Swolo, is what you're saying. The be- the next Ben... Did you say he's the next Ben Swolo? Yeah, Ben Swolo. Come on, back me up, Ben. I mean, you, you would think Ben Swolo is named after... And Kenobi, but he's actually named after pod racing legend Ben Quadrenaris. Oh, wait. True facts. I like, oh my god, I forgot about yes, Kylo Ren is Ben Solo. I forgot about that for a second. I was like, I thought you said... It, it's no. okay, a lot of people no, forgot I about for, him. I thought you said Ben Swolo. And I'm like, Oh, oh. I did. Because he's swole. He's swole as fuck now. Uh, that, that's the joke. Okay, you need to go on the internet more, Sam. That's your homework for tonight. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Just fine. <laughs> okay. You send me a lot of TikToks, and I t- try to watch as many as I can. <laughs> I need to inform you on these pop important pop culture events, because you, your, your information, you need to know these things. That's true. That is true. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we're talking... <laughs> solo and i i'm kind of i don't really know where you guys stand in this i feel like for me actually well, actually i'd rather you go first kevin like the first time you saw this you kind of said it was just like it was okay there was one major I, I, issue with it which we'll talk about later it was a reference that they made yeah um but other than aside from that like what were your thoughts on it yeah I I enjoyed it. I I feel like it was a fun like popcorn flick, but um, 
like this is probably like the first time I've seen it in like a, a, a few years because this came out in 2018. I think I've seen it like once or twice yeah, since same. this came out. Um, and I just watched this like the other day, and it this just if you took out like a lot of like the like noticeable like aliens and like landmarks and references in this movie, you could have just straight up told me that this was a Guardians of the Galaxy spinoff, and I would not have been able to tell the difference. Like it, it just it feels like a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Like the humor is the same. It's that it's, is. I mean, it's a little less like juvenile than than uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's it's very much on brand because it's under the same. That's very funny because I thought that's kind of the same thing too. I kind of was like, so we we talked about this last time, and we talked about this last year when we were talking about the prequels. Um, so, uh, obviously did Star Wars in particular audiences, I've never seen a fandom that so quickly will recognize when something is off about Star Wars. Um, like, and like we talked about this with, uh, Rogue One, how it, it's like weirdly a blend. It feels like Disney, but it also feels like Star Wars. Whereas the prequels feel like Star Wars. You don't think about it. The uh, sequels don't really feel like, they, they don't feel like Star Wars. And I felt like this movie, yeah. it, it definitely felt like a Marvel movie kind of. It, it really it did. Felt like, it felt like uh, it, yeah. It just felt like a a weird hybrid heist movie, but it still feels like it's set in the Star Wars universe. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like all the like them playing like Sabacc and like them like like Han kind of like trying to and failing to rise through the ranks of like the Empire so he can like be a pilot. Like it, it had the right feel to it. It just, it just felt like the writing team for Star Wars took a break and like the Marvel Studios team is like, <laughs> it's our turn now. And that's kind of what had happened with this movie because it's yeah. during production. It was started by one group and so then finished. We by should talk about Ron that Howard. for a second yeah. because this so. was kind of a mess in the making. So with the success of Rogue One, they decided like, okay, everybody loves Han Solo. Let's make a movie about him, which that's, I mean, Everybody likes Han Solo. That's not a weird, that's not a outlandish idea. But I think, um, like, okay. So yeah, it had two, it was the, the two directors were, the, I don't know their names. They're the guys that directed 21 Jump Street. Um, Phil Lord and, no. It was. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I just, I just I know that you directed 21 Jump Street. I, it sounds right, yeah. I know that's. I just finished the movie. I know those. It's their correct four names. I'm not sure if I have the combinations of them correct. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll word scramble. But later. um, anyway. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I think they're also the guys who did the oh. um, Lego Movie. I believe so. Yeah. But um, anyway, so. Sorry, I was getting a text. Um, anyway, sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah. So the, the so the two no the, the movie, two original Sam. directors they had a you know their experience was more in comedy, and 
I feel like this, that's something, that's definitely something we need to talk about for this is not just com- comedy within this movie, but also comedy within Star Wars. And, and, but they, what I had heard was they were trying to direct it like a, kind of like they didn't really have an official script or they wanted things, people to improvise and it just wasn't working. And I heard that even to the act, out, the actor who plays uh, Han Solo is it Alden uh, Aldridge? Um, he, yeah, um, Alden Alden Eldridge. Eldridge. Like I knew, of, like there's like a, it's a, like A or E. Aaron Reich. He, um, yeah. I heard he had to get even acting coach, which I think I have to say this. Everybody was telling me that uh, Donald Glover as Lando just completely stole the show, but I kind of think. Uh, all, is it sorry I'll, I have to look it up I can't get a mess of Alden Alden so, Alden I'm Alden. like I keep thinking it's Alden with an E or Alden with an A um yeah it's not it's not Elden it's not Elden Ring <laughs> he I actually think he doesn't get enough credit I think he did a pretty good job like I bought him as Han Solo yeah, I, I feel like yeah like he, he definitely kind of gives off like like early Han Solo like arrogant vibe that he had in uh, a new hope and a, a bit in um empire strikes back but yeah donald glover donald glover sorry i, I flubbed his name for a sec um he, he really did steal a show and i feel like that's why he was in as few scenes as he was because they didn't want to accidentally make the movie about him because i i loved every scene that he was in like he was he was hilarious like i just think he's a, a hilarious actor so him so, so yeah part of that is just yeah. donald glover's yeah, I, yeah 100% he's like a super Dude, i have so talented. the utmost yeah. respect and like i i love donald glover so much i have so like he he was writing for 30 rock while he was still a, he was still a student at NYU he then like left uh he you know he still writes cuz he obviously writes Atlanta uh, Atlanta but he left he became more of an actor he went off and did community he's a really successful his stand-up is hilarious if you've ever seen it on netflix oh yeah he's obviously a really really talented uh rapper like he i i just to me he is like he is a he is a performer he is an entertainer in literally every possible way and i do think he's i like him in this movie i've never really been a big fan of lando like, I don't know. I've always been kind of whatever about him. Uh, I can, I, I don't know. He, I think it, part of it was because like, okay, he betrayed Han in Empire, but also he was forced to, like, what else was he going to do? But then, I don't know, this just yeah. always really annoys me. I, I couldn't fucking stand in Rise of Skywalker when he shows up and he's just sitting there in his cave smiling while everybody's talking about like war strategy and he kept like hitting on leia or somebody and i was like what the fuck dude like i don't know it just it just his presence in rise of skywalker annoyed me so much um i think i think donald glover did a good job but did you guys notice the there were a couple of times it wasn't very consistent a couple of times he had this like drawl like this, like almost like it's almost like an accent, and it wasn't. I, it was I, only I, there a few I times, think it was, and it's. I, I think it was just him, kind of like trying to do like this, like charming, like makeup 
like voice to like try and like draw people in think that he's like as cool and sophisticated as he projects himself and that when he loses it is it's... when he's like it, like it, under duress or something no the first time that's probably part of it the yeah. but the and then you another know. part is probably just from the switching directors. That's okay. All that between yeah. Yeah. shooting. But I was like, it's not like how, uh, you know, Carrie Fisher had a, as Leia had a British accent for a slight accent in one scene in New Hope and never again. Like, never again in the movie. <laughs> and he, like. And that's probably for the best. Yeah. The first time I heard it with uh with Lando it was when he was showing them the Millennium Falcon and then I heard it again later when he was driving but I didn't hear it the fir- when they were him and Han were playing and I didn't I don't know there were a lot of times I didn't hear it and a few times I heard it and I was like may I, it very well could be the directors like the director switch um I don't really blame Ron Howard he literally had to come up it was just the movie was almost done. It was just kind of probably a. It was like they had like three quarters of the movie filmed or something. I just yeah. I can't even imagine being in a situation like that as an actor. Like when you, when the when it's going so terrible that the studio makes that drops the directors, and I kind of think that was the right. I, I don't know. I part of me kind of thinks yes, Han Solo is is a funny character. I wouldn't say he's... He's not comic... He does supply comic relief, but he's not there solely for comic relief. But... Yeah, no, I... Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, like, the badass, like, cool guy character. Like, having him in, like, a comedy movie would be, like, taking, um... Like, uh... Commissioner Gordon from like the Batman movies and like putting him in a buddy cop movie with him and Bullock like it it, it can kind of work but that's not really what you want to see because he's the one who's like dealing with like all the serial killers and stuff that Batman doesn't have to deal with but like I think and I think going about this and kind of focusing on that comedy isn't necessarily wrong because there were a couple like the joke where he's pretending like what was it in the very beginning when he's meeting with uh, Lady, what was it, Lady Proxima, Proxima. Proxima. Lady Proxima. and he's like, and he has the um the rock that he uses, and he's like, that name. and, he, and yeah. he's like, like I just, I just, here's the click, and he just makes a click with his mouth. She's like, you've just made a click with your mouth. No, you don't have a t-. like, like that. I that thing was funny, and I do think I, it just made me think of how um actually, I'm jumping ahead about something. I, I'll hold back, but like. He, his, it actually, it made me think of the scene, the scene where we see him, like, in the infantry and fighting on the ground, and how he's, oh, as, 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 yes, he's and he, how he's very much yeah. not a soldier, he is a, he's a pilot, and it just made me think of how, in the, in, uh, maybe one of my favorite things in Star Wars ever in uh, Return of the Jedi, when he taps the shoulder of a stormtrooper and then runs in the other direction to get him to look away. <laughs> like, it was that, like, that's the level of it. Like, he's he's smart, but he's not a soldier. Like, so to see him in actual battle, I was just thinking of that. It's like, see, that's not going to fly here. But I think focus... Yeah. Yeah, so especially in like that like World War One esque battlefield that they're fighting in. Yeah. They're like literally just like covering trenches like 
which way are they going? Like, I have no idea where they're at. Their, like, main headquarters is just a bunch of trenches, like, the, are they in the Versailles? Like, where the but hell I are they? focusing on the comedy, because he does supply some of the, the humor in Star Wars, isn't a, isn't, isn't a ridiculous thinking, but because it is within Star Wars, and to go about it the way the original directors did, and to, it's fine to encourage improvisation, but to not have, like, it was like, at least it's not, not going to work for this. It, and that's yeah. also, that's way too big a risk like, for this. And I don't know, because we don't, I, I can't really tell the difference between what is Ron Howard and what's them. I'm assuming any of the more comedy heavy scenes are probably them, but. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, like I've seen like, uh, all the, like the, the guy who plays Han Solo, I've seen him in uh one other thing that i can think of which was the movie um hail caesar which is primarily a comedy movie and i thought he was really funny in that so seeing him play han solo in this is like okay so they're they'll they'll add some like bring in some like his comedic chops from like that movie into this but the fact that he had so many lines and uh scenes where it was just supposed to be improv like he's not like a comedy actor like he has some like funny moments but that's because the script has him to be funny he's not like a comedian stuff like if you have um a bunch of comedians and let them just kind of like riff off of each other and have like like chemistry because they've worked together before like if you have like amy poehler and tina fey in a scene together you really don't need to write anything just tell them what they need to do in order to progress the scene. And it's not Ghostbusters. Like, that's, that's yeah. an example. You know what I mean? You know what yeah. mean? Like, oh, that, oh, that's God, a yeah. lot of that no, is not... improv. And it makes me wonder, what is an improv? Like, because, you know, and for this, it's like, this doesn't, it's one thing to improvise line, dialogue, or like actions, small actions, but not for a whole did they not like have even a story? That's what I don't understand. Is yeah to do that and much improv, you have to have very talented have, actors. It's a pretty good, yeah, and and yeah, like don't get me wrong, I, I, I yeah, not the cast for cast, that, but it's just yeah. like in what, yeah, Woody like, Harrison, yeah, maybe. no, this is not the cast for that. Like maybe. they're they're <laughs> funny, but like yeah, like they're all like they're all like really funny, but I think that can only work is if they work together like pretty significantly and kind of know each other well enough to work off each other and and that's one of the things that works more in a tv show where you have the time to for the actors to develop what they feel like yeah exactly like for the most part like a few of them can kind of like improv like a couple like jokes here and there adding a couple lines but entire scenes that that's not really going to fly for as big of a movie as this you need to have a very solid idea of what to do from beginning to end you got a storyboard like yeah. pretty much everything from the get-go and and follow that like blueprint and, yeah and from it's, beginning it, to end because and yeah, it's otherwise like, it's just gonna fall flat Han on its solo face. is an established character in star wars it's not like hayden christensen playing anakin who anakin anakin skywalker is not an established character darth vader is and we he just has to we have to just watch him become that. Han Solo, he is very much, it's more of we're seeing him learn things or he's given things that make him who we're going to see in A New Hope. It's just really preparing 
preparing him and us for that. Like, he's already pretty much established. The the bottom, the the kind of the core of this movie of of Solo, of Han Solo, is that he doesn't necessarily do, always do good things. Obviously, he yeah. was a criminal. He was on a criminal planet. Like, that was just, it was more merely survival as opposed to just he likes doing it. Yeah, he he was and, he was Aladdin basically. Basically, and the whole yeah. but the whole I but I kind of love uh Kira says it like you're not a bad guy. Like as much as he wants to maybe think he is, it's like no, you're not a villain. You do you don't intentionally want to do bad things. You do them because you have to, not because you want to. Like he it you know is not a bad person. He just he's he's scrappy, he's sassy, he's uh like kind of cunning like he'll he's fine he wants yeah he likes money yeah he likes uh getting his hands dirty but he's not a murderer he's not like he it for him it was merely survival and that's like yeah. what uh beckett so t- uh woody allen's character is trying to tell him about kira make him understand about kira what even kira is trying to make her understand about herself is that she is 100% through and through a criminal. He does not need to have that yeah. lifestyle. I mean, she, she, she's a criminal that has like a couple, <clears throat> sorry, my throat got dry for a sec. She has <laughs> uh, a couple like redeeming uh, qualities, like in uh, scenes throughout the movie where she's like, uh, like goes out of her way to like save them on, on castle and, uh, uh, make sure that they're able to escape. Gives uh, Han back his dice, which apparently are very important. His 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 fucking dice. I, Those dice that were shown in one one shot and one yeah. scene in the that, original. I don't trilogy. even. I ba- barely was, remember the dice. I was like, yeah, it's yeah, like they, <laughs> they yeah, make I didn't it know they existed like, until this movie. Yeah, no, like yeah, they they were in like one scene in episode four, and then. Episode eight came out before this, and they like Luke gives like the dice to Leia, and it's like uh, no one knew what the fuck that was. Like, uh, who are those supposed to be Hans? Like, what what is that? And then this movie came out, and they try to make the dice seem like the most important thing, and they only show up like three or four times throughout this movie. It's like this; these aren't important. Like, they, they're just like a little lucky charm. Like, they're. I wish it. They are not important in this. Yeah, they're, they're so fucking useless. I wish it was it, like an air freshener. The fact that they make that. I wish it was like yeah. a car, an air freshener, like for your, the, your once once you go get get your ship and it's like like I don't know fresh linen or something like for for. Ship. Oh my god! I mean, it's it's yeah. basically just like a fuzzy dice decal. Like that's just what it is. It's just it's just metal diecast dice that we only see like maybe three times in this movie and they make it seem like it's like the most important thing that like Han owned in his life in episode eight, that this is all we have to remember him by. It's like, you literally have his ship and his best friend. Like what the hell else? Like, what, why is this the most important? Yeah. Like, like, but the dice are the only thing before he had the ship and the best friend. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay. But then I, I know it's just if, so if weird. They're important. It's fine if they're important, but they need to be, like, why are they important? Established before. But also just, yeah. like, or give us, like, a re- like, what maybe it was, they were his, his father's or his mother, like, whatever. Like, something, 
something that symbolizes something meaningful for him like or so we can like actually care i was just like oh okay like i I didn't i'm like i barely remember i'm like i feel like those are important and i don't really remember why uh yeah yeah. there there were just so such an unnecessary like plot point in episode eight that i felt like they were just here that that it was just a teaser for them to introduce it in this movie and it just I guess they forgot like mid mid production. It's like, oh shit, we gotta introduce yeah. these dice, so they just like shoehorned it in. Well, yeah. It's, Again, it's could have been something that was lost. That was something that could have been lost in the reshoots. Oh, I I, I, I can absolutely believe that. The directors um, when they're forced to leave, so, they're so, like, And I'm taking my dice with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can believe that because for the most part, I don't think they ever show up again. In, in like episode nine or or, or moving forward, like uh, I'm sure, like oh, they mentioned it in this comic or in this book, but it's like no, screw off. They they they're not they're not a thing. <laughs> it's not they don't show up in episode nine unless they're like on like the mirror when like Lando takes over on uh the Millennium Falcon like randomly in that battle. But it's been so long since I've seen episode nine, and I I don't have the patience to go through that right now. I will say there were um. That reminds me, there were a couple of things in this movie that do kind of translate, or they transfer from the uh, the original series, original trilogy. Um, one, you brought this up. You had we had a long discussion about this when we talked Empire Strikes Back when uh, Han says something about hell, and it was a long because he had a long conversation oh, about yes. religion. Do they have hell? Like what you know? How does that factor in? And here he does say what the hell yeah. a couple of times. That and Yeah, and, and so and so yeah. and so does Beckett uh, a couple times that like, oh, like that's a lot of coaxiums. Like, yeah, enough to power a fleet. Or blow us straight to hell. Or it's it like, could I mean it could okay, be or blow us straight to exist. Mustafar, which is like hell in the galaxy. <laughs> I mean, the concept of religion and hell and all that probably yeah. exists in some form because I, I mean, Han Solo in the original trilogy talks about hokey religions. Yeah, yeah, so, ho- ho- hokey religions and, and, and um, laser swords, laser swords, or no, are no match for a good blaster, kid. Uh, yeah, and, good blaster. Um, but also, the yeah. other thing is Lando calling uh, Han Ham because he calls him Ham in Empire, and I think even Leia calls him Han a few times in Empire, but. Um, like, I kind of love that. It's like, okay, so he said it wrong back then, so why not just make it a joke of he's always just intentionally said it wrong? Like, that I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that. Point movie. Yeah, it's just like his, like, his, like, I, it's like, you're not important enough for me to remember your names. Like, screw but it. Your name that brought up, but Hawk. I also was thinking, uh, yeah. The, it's called the Millennium Falcon. Are there falcons? In the galaxy anywhere, you think? I mean, there's ducks on Naboo, so probably. Okay. The Millennium Duck. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not where I was going with that. (laughs) Release the duckling! Uh, Is the Um, the escape ship. Release the quacken! Falcons Falcons is in the bird are actually mentioned in one of the books. Okay. It's on okay, so that is okay. Uh, it's Dark Disciple, which is 
based off of a Clone Wars arc. I only know that because okay. I just I, oh, I just read that book like three weeks ago. <laughs> Is that the one with um, Quinlan Vos yes. and Ventress? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's something in the book reminds Quinlan of a Falcon. Okay. I've actually heard, like, this is kind of off topic and, and kind of going into, like, Kenobi speculation that it's going to start off with Vader uh, uh, tracking down and trying to hunt down Quinlan Voss with the 501st. Like, that's an interesting that be, starting point. That would be a heck of a hunt. I, I know I've. Yeah. I know I've. Who's Quinlan Voss again? Um, he's the one. He's that the Jedi runs, that has the yellow stripe uh, across Obi-Wan. his face. He, he's the one that helped um, Obi Wan track down Zero the Hut and fought Cad Bane. Oh, he's the, the um, like. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. He's also he had, like dreadlocks. The, he's the background character that's sitting at the street bar when um, Sabal was about to so, chew up. Jar Jar. Okay, I okay. I vaguely remember that episode. That's a very no deep that no that I don't thing. remember. Okay. I yeah, that's a that's a deep I cut. <laughs> can't, like I vaguely remember that episode it was like Obi Wan and other Jedi that he doesn't particularly like that much. Yeah, yeah. even his own clone troopers didn't even like him. Um, but anyway, uh, Ben, what? When you first saw this, kind of where where did you stand? Back to Solo. Yes. Okay, yes. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Solo, where did you stand on uh, on on uh, the original trilogy? Thoughts? Yeah, what, um, yeah. What's your opinion on Quinlan Vos? <laughs> um, it was. I liked it more the first time I watched it than I do now. I think. Okay. Okay. When I first saw it, the the sequels to it and everything hadn't been canceled yet. So part of it's everything That's, that it, yeah. there was still a chance that we everything that it set up we were going to get to see. And now, who knows? Wait, we were going to get we were going to yeah. get. I remember we were supposed the Obi Wan series was originally going to be a film and that got canceled, which bears the question. Yeah, I what think if there's... this. What if this was never made into a movie and got a series? Like, think of like if if Dave Filoni getting... and John Favreau were. Something I don't think I've talked to... with, with you about yet, Kevin. Is that's something a oh, lot yeah. of like even the Marvel movies and stuff have been coming out recently would do way better as like a six episode series on Disney oh. Plus. Oh, absolutely. But. Yes, this is yeah. one of those things they could have done a whole, I, essentially a Crimson Dawn series. Yeah, I, I, I definitely could have seen this as just be like, like, just like a cry, like heist of the yeah. week kind of thing of, of just like them trying to do like, all right, we gotta steal the, 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 <laughs> the Emerald of Endor and steal it from the, uh, the Night Sisters of Death, like just like a whole like crazy like convoluted like Guardians of the Galaxy themed heist. And then try to like make it like fit the theme of like Star Wars of like the early days of like the Empire of like them trying to like do all that. Like they, they kinda did something some stuff similar to that in like early episodes of like Star Wars Rebels of them just like Yeah sm- it was doing just... like rain like smuggling yeah. missions around like the Empire and it's like they could have easily had like shoehorn like some of those like plot points and threads into like a solo well, that's, 
Star Wars series. I don't, I don't remember how much confirmation there was. There's rumors on they had a full trilogy set up for Solo that we're going to follow the rest of Crimson Dawn and all that that was going That's... on. Yeah. Well, I also remember hearing that they were going to like make a Boba Fett, Boba Fett movie and a Yoda movie. I don't know about the Bo- the Yoda one, but the Boba one was definitely that's what became the book of Boba Fett, sort of. Um, yeah, which I'm I'm glad we got. I'm actually I don't need a what we have is fine, and if we have more, fine. Like I both Bo- we can't get into this right now. Um, but um, <laughs> that was one that would have been better as a movie. So, yeah, Boba Fett I think movie? Boba Fett would have been better as a movie because they didn't have enough to work with to do a full show. I mean, but I think they. I, I yeah, that's an, yeah, that's another. another we can cover later. I'll, I'll, I'll agree to disagree on that. I have I to. Did, I, I enjoy enjoyed it, but I, it could have been better. It was there. I remember. Did you remember how like I was hearing stuff like people were worried that um, that Boba Fett showing up Mandalorian kind of stole a show, and I didn't think that at all. But Mandalorian totally stole the show when he because it just became yes. Mandalorian, and the problem was I'm not watching Mandalorian; I'm watching Boba Fett. But they were great. But they were great Mandalorian yeah. episodes. <laughs> like they, they needed, they really they needed are to have been releasing Mandalorian and Boba Fett. In that would have been interesting. That's interesting. That would have been really where you do like three episodes of Mandalorian, then book of Boba Fett, and then the rest of Mandalorian. That would have been interesting. Yeah. That that yeah that would have been that would have been um, a good way any to set that up. Way, uh, uh, yeah. So so let, let, let's let's yeah. kind of jump into the the characters of this because we got a lot of like original characters for this. Um, I I really liked Woody Harrelson's portrayal for for Beckett. That was that was an original character, and they gave him like a really fun. He like, was a great character early. Yeah, like he was he was such a great character and he and they gave him like a really like fun like lore of like uh he's the one who killed Aura Singh and like in that passing, was awesome. it's like what Lando says. It's like oh it's, shit, okay. It's done and, so like, well that he, you he's could like argue, Bosk. It's the Aura Singh what? thing is done so well that you could still argue that if they wanted to change it later they could. Cuz he oh, could yeah. just be someone that's like, taking like, the claim for it. Yeah, no, that that totally works because it's like, oh yeah, like I didn't kill her. I'm pretty sure the fall took care of that. It's like, yes, because how many people do we know who fall down large chasms that didn't die? <laughs> Mall. Um, there's, uh, I I just loved his whole whole uh crew, like him and Val and um, what what, what was the? Rio. That's John Favreau. Uh, Rio. It was like Rio. 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 Yeah. Who? Yeah, John uh, Favreau voiced him, which I, yeah, I I th- I thought he was hilarious. Like <laughs> when when they're like having like that campfire, like like kind of like pre-planning the meet uh the the meeting before their like heist of stealing like all the coaxium. Um, he's like asking, is like, oh, many women have tied me down. They've tried. It's like, oh yeah, he's he's like playing himself as like a like a big like playboy and I, I just thought it was really funny uh like their whole like dynamic of like this really dysfunctional like heist family it's like this this is what i was expecting for like the entire movie of just them like working off of each other and uh han and chewy learning how to do like all these like weird and uh non-traditional like smuggling operations and stuff like that and no, they died in, like, the first mission. They all work together. It's like, oh, okay. 
still, we still got Beckett. Hopefully, he sticks around. It's like, oh, he died. Okay. I... Okay. Well, this is still fun. Also, can we just talk about how quickly Chewbacca is just like, yep, this is what we're doing now. I'm in. I know how to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. You're a hundred and ninety. To be fair, he's almost two hundred years great. old. Great. Like, okay, their chemistry and them play like, uh, <laughs> yeah. they were great. Like again, I think I I think uh like oh one hundred percent. I don't view I I was I don't view um Han Han Solo in this movie. It's not like how there's three different people that played Spider Man or multiple guys that played Batman. It's just he's just younger Han Solo. I've I've never really had issues with that. I know some like yes. one of my friends. Yes, exactly. And one the of my friends is Han like, Solo. Like she still. is doesn't want to see this movie yeah. because she loves Han Solo and she loves Harrison Ford so much as Han Solo, which is fine. But I mean, yeah, he is obviously yes. Harrison Ford is Han Solo. I don't identify um, Alden as. Alden, son of a fucking bitch! I don't identify yeah, him yeah. as like when I like I'm like, oh yes, he played <laughs> Han Solo, but I don't identify him like, oh, it's Han Solo. Like he did, I think, a great job. He kind of was. It wasn't like he's doing his own version of him. I think he did a great Han Solo. Like we're just seeing him in a war. Like, that, yeah, I think that's part of it. He wasn't trying to play. The yeah, Harrison Ford Han Solo. He was just trying to play Han Solo. Yeah, it's like th- this is this is Han Solo. How, um, like, how many guess, like, timeline wise? Because he because there it kind of is setting up for we're going to Tatooine. We heard this gangsters putting together a crew, and he's in debt to Jabba at the beginning of A New Hope. So is it like what a couple years before? Ten years. Okay. It's. I think. I wasn't sure. I was like. I. I knew it was obviously. Yeah. Like, in you know, empires going on, but I was like, how many years away from that are we? Okay, ten. Okay. Yeah, like it because it for the most part it's still kind of early on in like the empire like like the empire is like still like fully established and like they they have like infrastructure like built on like when they're, they're on Corellia, like they're building like star destroyers yeah. because like they they scrap like all the vendors from from the clone wars like, like they're all outdated and they're they're trying to rebuild what they have and they have recruitment stations they have checkpoints they had like a uh po- <laughs> a stormtrooper uh uh traffic control officer that was chasing on the speeder bike that uh, but, lasted all of like yeah. two seconds before he crashed. Um, I, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was kind of cool seeing classic stormtroopers again, not just, you know, uh, first order stormtroopers that were child soldiers that were brainwashed, but still felt the need to attack and kill whatever they were ordered to. But, I, I really like that it's like, no, this is like Imperial Stormtroopers that like they believe what they are doing is instilling order in the galaxy and and trying to carry on with the traditions of like what the Republic stood for like way back then. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's we've never really other yeah. aside from like Ro- Rogue One, like I mean, okay, okay, like, a new, a, a rich, a rich church is different, like, we're seeing, like, this is just a story set in the middle of the Empire, 
It's not about necessarily rebelling against them. It's just living it. And that's also, I kind of realized, though, this movie, like, yeah, it very much felt, it like, again, this was Chewie, this was Han, this was Lando. I felt all that. But it felt like a Disney movie. And I realized, yeah, it definitely felt like a Marvel movie. It definitely, you know what I realized, though? The music, I, it felt like it was. I was at yeah. Disneyland. It felt like a ride. It didn't. It, it, yeah, it's there was the Star Wars themes were in there, but the it, rest of the music yeah. wasn't Star Wars. I, I loved that at the recruitment office they were playing a modified yes. version of the Imperial March. I but, loved that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't even notice that. It was so I just was noticing too. it didn't sound. It just yeah. like okay, we talked last time about how Michael uh, Giatino he kind of was, he did a really good job at mimicking John Williams. Like it sounded like John Williams. It sounded like star Wars, but it wasn't. Yeah. It's yeah. great. He, I love the robot. He score. like, it's great. And it was for, so good. It was great. It was also the yeah. first star Wars score that wasn't and, done directly by John Williams though. I yeah. Think. And it was also the first star Wars movie that didn't have. And for an this, scroll. It that too. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I realized, I realized that we talked about this, like, obviously in every Star Wars movie, the music is such a big part of it. And for this, I didn't really, it felt, every time I heard it, it just, it sounded, it made me feel like I was at Disneyland, which isn't bad, but I don't know. I was just like, but, at the, but then I was also thinking how every Star Wars movie we have gotten, or Star Wars anything we've gotten, it's, the bottom line is about, you know, bringing peace to the galaxy you know there's a rebellion or like you know mando is kind of seeing that the empire is still lingering you know like there's this sense of trying to fight the bad guys and get and bring peace to the galaxy and end the war whereas in this case han han is not a jedi he is not uh he is not in the rebellion yet he is just living his life like this should be kind of like a ride air quotes like like you know what i mean like it it doesn't i realize it's kind of like yeah it doesn't feel he again he i believe he is han solo like i i didn't it's a star it's like it's like star wars characters in a disney movie like if like it it, def- it definitely feels like yeah no I I totally agree that this movie it's not trying to change what is currently going on it's just them dealing with it and trying to go about their daily lives of it doesn't feel like war like it doesn't feel um, like how even yeah. you know what I mean like it feel it doesn't feel like because it's not lore that's contributing to uh you know the fall of the republic or the start of the rebellion or anything like that it's just yeah i mean he kind of i mean yeah but it's towards the end towards the end yes yes but like for the most part it's just people are living life in this yeah it's just it's just it's just a random crime heist yes um which is like which is i feel like is actually an interesting way to approach it it is like a yeah it's like a it's like a heist movie yeah it, it definitely has like an almost like an Ocean's Eleven kind of vibe to it of like them, you know, disguising themselves as slaves and and a guard. Like he's even having wearing like a, the same like 
guard garb that like uh lando wears in um return of the jedi which i thought was really clever um i guess i guess lando just kept it for all these years (laughs) or it was just kept on the falcon Probably with all of his uh like forty capes that he I has. I love how they made fun of how he has like ten thousand capes. I wanted there to be a joke when was it Kira when there's a fire and she's like beating the cape with it and he's like my cape. I wanted there to be a joke like you have like three hundred more. <laughs> like it's like that was a custom piece. <laughs> um, we gotta talk about um, is it L eleven? Is that her name? L three. Why am I thinking L three three seven? Why was I thinking? Oh, I think it's because they said L. So I was thinking like eleven. I don't know. And like I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I have a weird brain. Anyway, um. Yeah, her number is L three three seven. Which yeah, I guess stands for elite. Yeah. She I thought was really. It seems like every. I mean, I mean, duh, because obviously droids are a huge part of this world so every star wars movie has to have some kind of new droid i did what did you guys think about i'm like kind of divided like i did like her i thought she was really funny but i don't know like what what's your guys' thoughts she she kind of got a little old really quick on like she she's still going on about like you know like droid rights and and like we we are sentient and like you know going kind of like going on like being like really preachy on like hey like treat droids like how you would treat pe- like organics and um just getting like very preachy about that but um it it does make sense in the time period where they're at in the star wars universe on why people are so very mistrustful mistri- of droids yes because this is right after the end of the Clone Wars where half the galaxy was oppressed, killed, or antagonized in some way by a droid army. So, yeah, people aren't going to treat droids the same when half the galaxy has basically been taught from a very early age to just hate droids and just treat them as objects or tools for them to just make life easier. I guess that also kind of answers why the Spice Mines of Kessel are being run by humanoid slaves rather than droids. Yeah. Because, like, hey, if these guys revolt, then, you know, it's it's a lot easier to kill a person than it is to a droid because, you know, a droid can upgrade itself and have, like, you know, blast-resistant armor and, and like, all these, like, tools and upgrades. Like, a human's like, all right, they can put on some, like, leather armor that they find around here. But, I mean, we can kind of, you know, work a... But I have to say the that. scene where she gets like shot and Lando just sprinting in the act into action and so heartbroken. Like Yeah. Well wait, Sam Sam, before before we get into I'm that, kind what, of, what was your opinion? I on feel her? I don't it's like it's weird. I'm still like I'm divided. Like I something about her I don't know, it was like she was funny and I did kind of love how she was very full of herself. And really, really sassy. Like, I mean, that's a very much a droid thing. Especially, like, uh, what was the droid in, like, Rogue One? Uh, K2SO. Who, K2, who, he's, like, kind of an asshole to everybody. But she, like, I love the, like, girl talk she has with, like, uh, oh, Kira yeah. and, like, saying... Uh, oh, yeah, like, how, how her is, and Lando are, like, I guess in a relationship. Lando's in love. And when, and, but she's, like... 
he's in love with me. The truth is, I'm just not into him that way. And Kira's like, how would that even work? And she's like, oh, it works. And it's like, what? And then it's like, the fact that Lando has, like, a t- like, she said he has two pillows. There's a lot of, like, these, like, sex, a uh, little, like, emphasis on, like, sex in this movie that don't really happen in a lot of Star Wars movies. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know, like, I, it's, like, weird, like, I liked her, but something about her, it definitely felt, I also forgot about her, you know what I mean? I didn't find, like, I don't know how, it's, well, like, I mean, she was I mean, funny I mean, she in this movie, but... I mean, she disappears, like, after, like, halfway through the movie. Yeah, no, but, I mean, I forget about her, it's not, like, I, I will, rem- like, I remember Chopper, or I remember, um, uh, bb8 or i'll you know i mean like i feel like i have i forgot about her after i haven't thought about her since the last time i've watched this movie like she's not a droid a very i feel like out of this movie very memorable in the movie i think she's like funny yeah i kind of would be like something i i I, I can kind of see that yeah i'm like struggling to i don't it's something about i think it's like she it felt forced almost like they were trying really hard to make a we gotta have a new like fun droid that everyone's gonna love and she was again great in the movie but like i can kind of think does anybody really care like yeah like i I think like yeah like they were trying to meet a quota it was like okay we gotta have a wacky droid sidekick that has like an outrageous personality and it just like kind of worked it's like all right it served its purpose but it wasn't like anything that like we either, uh, yeah, it's like it was nothing we haven't seen before. Well, it's, it's what it did is, it's, it's what it did is it set up another one of the billion things this movie just had to explain why yeah. something from the original trilogy exists, which is the when C C three PO is trying to talk to the Falcon in Empire, he he makes a comment that oh has like a personality. Because they like download that. her into the into the Falcon because it's got the best database in the galaxy and yeah yeah no because that makes sense because like in um, a New Hope when they initially hire him it's like oh yeah like he's like you know bragging he's like oh did the castle run in twelve in less than twelve parsecs and he's like go, doing this and this and it's like uh, they like do like all these like crazy smuggling operations and. No one's been able to catch us, which I guess is bullshit because that's why he's in debt to Jabba. Um, but yeah, it makes sense that he would have access to that information, and why they explain it in this movie is, I, I think, is a good way to introduce that on why he was so successful for so long. Well, successful is a generous term, with considering every time. Every time he shows up, he owes someone something. <laughs> to, to a certain degree. Yeah, to to a certain degree, I will say. Um, but I think, yeah, there's this, this movie sets up obviously a lot of things about uh, Han Solo or things that were like like late like at the very end when the the marauders are basically like maybe you'll why don't you join us in the rebellion he kind of shakes his head and and they're like maybe one day you'll think differently and he's like i doubt it and you're like oh it's funny because they will but but um i 
I like kind of lost my train of thought, but like it was great to see him like <laughs> the first time he walks into the Millennium Falcon and sits down. Like that was really, I it's just I think the music I remember when I did the Millennium Falcon ride at Disneyland and it was kind of that same like oh my god like I felt like it felt so much like I was in a like at like like on a ride at Disneyland it was just it was so bizarre but I think um you guys talk I forgot what I was gonna bring up just uh, it always happens. I should write this down. <laughs> uh, so Ben, how did you feel of uh, about them introducing the they bikes? Were... Because we this was the That's first what I was gonna bring up. Jesus they were Christ. more well done here than they were. In I'll say that. I okay. I agree. I, I, I okay agree. okay. That's this is what I this is the point that I was thinking of. So though, because I felt like. With Boba Fett, again, I talked about this with how with Rogue One the first time I saw it, a lot of things just went right over my head. But having now since seen Clone Wars and Rebels, I caught on to a lot more details. And this time, I I think last time they the last time I saw this and they said something about the Pikes again went right over my head. But when the Pikes showed up in Boba Fett, I was more like, oh my god, it's the Pikes! Like more excited and do you think this movie i don't think i think rogue one for the most part did a pretty good job at explaining things whereas this movie i they kind of like i remember when i saw rise of skywalker and they were talking about how poe used to be a spice runner and i was like what is spice i feel like that's been the last couple of years that's been made into a much more spice has been a lot more relevant in star wars in the last couple of years and with i don't know with i don't i don't know for me it was a bigger deal to see the pikes in the uh in book of boa fett in this movie i was i was if i'm like see it went right over my head last time i didn't even think about it i was just like okay he has an owl. I guess I yeah. don't. You don't really need to know who the Pikes because are. You could replace them. Didn't with really, not really know. But wouldn't it, matter. Like yeah, because when yeah, 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 or it, literally any race, and it, and it still wouldn't have mattered. Um, but it, it was uh, it was really interesting watching this movie, uh, with my my family because they outside of like the main like core movies, like the numbered movies and like Rogue One, which I think only like my dad and my sister saw like my mom had no idea which was fine they really didn't know like you know clone wars or rebels or anything like that at the time so watching this movie i'm getting like the majority of these references and they're like oh like what are the pikes and then when we get to the ending spoiler when maul shows up i'm like oh shit like i visually i verbally said oh shit in the middle of the theater out loud and like my mom like looked at me as like What's that? Maul's like, yeah. And like, my sister's like, don't you see his sweet no, robot legs? Like, yeah, on Tatooine. And like, I, I'm like, yeah. Like, I, I had to explain it to them. It's like, yeah, no, that was Darth Maul. Like, who else who looks like him has the force and has a double sided uh, lightsaber? Like, even though it's not the same one, but still. Savage have one? Uh, I don't he remember. Had a double does he have a double sided lightsaber? Uh. 
Yeah, briefly. Yeah. He well, he had the he had the axe he first, had then he got a double sided one yeah, for you... a while, and then yeah. But yeah, and then promptly dies. Like, but yeah, you after. told me when you first saw Solo when it came out, you said, um, "Yeah, I I kind of liked it, but they made a reference to Clone Wars, and unless you've seen Clone Wars, you're not gonna get it." And I was thinking, like, it was an yeah. Easter egg, like, somewhere on the, like, you know, I didn't think much of it. And then when I watched it, and I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. And I was trying to do the math in my head. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then you're like, oh, yeah, Darth Maul's alive. And so that was kind of sort of, I mean, that was kind of yeah. ruined for me on Clone Wars. But <laughs> yeah, and, 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 well, I mean, to be fair, like, yeah, that had been, that, that, like, 10 years before. Like, that happened in, Almost. like. Right, yeah, like but this, this again, like, yeah, not everybody like, has seen the, Clone yeah, Wars. For, yeah, for the general, yeah, for the general audience, that completely came out of left field. I literally had to sit my mom down because she kept asking questions and like basically break down like the timeline on like what happened to Maul, like the main core set of movies because she forgot a lot about like the prequels and stuff like that. It's like so this is what this like i had to break them down to like their most simplistic parts so i could like like, cover like okay for example uh, in uh in- mandalorian when when uh pretty much any character like bo-katan or ahsoka show up it's they're explained yeah. Yeah. we don't need but you don't need to I, but I feel explain like all those that, about <laughs> right it doesn't make right whereas at the very okay at the yeah. end of season two when Luke shows up and everybody on the internet was kind of like, oh, who's a main, or, yes, like, okay, by this point, like, like who, who's, who's it going to be? There's one Jedi that everybody yeah. knows. Of, and I appreciate that, despite the weird CGI, I appreciate that it was Luke because if it was someone else, it would not, the audience would have been like, who the fuck is this person? Who, If they haven't seen Clone Wars or Rebels, whatever. But obviously in that case, it had to be Luke. So in this case, bringing in Maul, yes, people know who Darth Maul is. But as far as most people know, who if they haven't seen Clone Wars, but they're gonna they think he died he, when he was cut in half, which is fair to think. And then throw <laughs> down an exhaust shaft for a reactor. Yeah, cut in half. And, like that's fair to assume he died, but he didn't die. Yeah. So, which is again fine. Yeah. But then to bring him in this way and not everybody knows that, I was like, what? And I was like trying to do the math of like, so this is before Phantom Menace. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, like my my si- yeah my my sister like she'll <laughs> she'll deny this now, but she like was trying to convince me, <laughs> me that that wasn't Darth Maul multiple times. It's like no, that wasn't Darth Maul. It's like yes, it was. It's like no, he died on Naboo. It's like no, Obi Wan killed him on Tatooine. Like years later, it's like. What? No, you're, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, and I showed her the clips, like, and she, she like, completely dropped after that. Like, she'll, even, she'll deny it. Like, if she's listening to it, she will deny this. And but I'm, I'm looking forward if, to this conversation. Let's say it wasn't this. Darth Maul, and it was just another, some, some one of his, like, brothers of his species. Like, uh, Zabrak. Like, 
then the audience would have been like, who the fuck is this person? Like, yeah, that's even worse. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have no been one less sense. Like, that would be even more position. confusing. <laughs> it's like... Right, so Darth Maul basically is... is yeah. So Crimson Dawn is headed by Paul Bettany's character, which I, I feel like... No. Wait. No, 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 Oh! No. Crimson Dawn is headed by Darth Maul. That... That particular position was filled by Paul Bettany's character, and he reported. Oh, okay, to, okay, okay. Uh, uh, Maul. That, that 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 was just that was just like a small like. Okay. Sex- I was getting mixed I, up I think on it's more like Dawn. Paul Bettany is the face of Crimson Dawn, and Darth Maul's the Maul. Yeah, the, the power behind it. The actual. And- Governor, yeah, like the the ruler. Paul Bettany the yeah. whole time. I'm like, I really like Paul yeah. Bettany. I think he's a great actor. But I was very much. I was just like, he just feels like a Marvel villain. Like I don't know. He it didn't. It did not feel like. He he really did, and even and even and even died like a Marvel villain because he just even the died even like the, um, after the fight scene the with the him and Kira. Like that was a great fight scene, but something about that also. I don't know. It just, it didn't, I don't know. It, it's just, it's weird. It's bizarre. I've like, I didn't notice it again. The last time I saw this, I hadn't seen Clone Wars or Rebels and having, and, or, you know, like, and now that I understand so much more, I'm just like, it's so weird. It's like Han Solo and Lando are in a Marvel movie. Like, Yeah. Also, also, I just want to point out this came out um, like a few, like a couple months after. Infinity it wasn't months. So, it like, was Paul weeks. Bettany had like a but hell also, of a year just like, doing. And yeah, it, like he, yeah, just like the fact that he did those two massive movies for for like in the I same mean, years. Like, just, his well, just like Josh a, Brolin was Thanos, and he was also in Deadpool too. Like, like, also another like, what a hell of a year for him. Yeah, it's Paul Bettany was only in, was only <laughs> in the reshoot for Solo. What? So who? Yeah, he was only, he was added in the reshoot. Oh, he was, he was? that character was originally played by oh, someone I didn't else. Know that. But they couldn't. That person couldn't come back for the reshoot, oh, so they okay. recast as Paul Bettany. Oh, oh, okay. So it wasn't Paul and, Bettany. So, but that character was still there. Huh. I'm like that yes. character, or a version was... of that, ca- a, a version oh, of that. Okay, character. but I'm like that character was just pulled. What yeah. the fuck? Previous directors, <laughs> like, oh my and god. Paul Bettany didn't know about any of the facial features until he saw the movie. Those were all digital. Oh, I mean, so that it wasn't even like there wasn't even like makeup or anything. It was just. He okay. just shot the scenes and they came back Probably and added just everything. They were later. running out of time. But also Yeah. They weren't sure what they were gonna so do. So it just was regular Paul Bettany in a suit, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Which I mean it pretty looks, much that's and interesting. Them, I, I guess those scars, scars were added digitally face. even when they weren't. That's that's really funny. Scar. I didn't it looked fine. I don't know. I didn't have any opinion on yeah. it. I was just like, why the Scott? Why scars? Like, what's wrong with you? But it's because he's not a human. He's something oh. else. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. I was. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was confused on because like I wasn't sure. It's like, is he a human with scars or is he an alien? And I'm just not able to fully identify this. Near human. They are uh... (laughs) on the on the actual stars. Which he's he's listed as a male near human. (laughs) That's the that's the that's the species. That's the species. Wow. Um, Okay. (laughs) That's. Near human. That is, that I is the most lazy human species. <laughs> I'm a near human. <laughs> that's not, that's like, that sounds like a weird <laughs> human. It's like, I'm a weird person. I was bit by a I rabid remember, human. I um, remember one time moon. my family saw... Moon. I turned it was, into a man in a business uh, it, suit. A Chipotle was going to be like moving into this like building. And so on the outside, there was a banner that said almost. And we all laughed like it's... like. We knew it meant almost, like it's coming soon. But we were laughing, like, because it looked like it's almost Chipotle. Like, it's kind of like it, but not really. Um, we, something we <laughs> haven't talked about, we haven't really talked about uh, Han and Kira and their relationship. Because that's kind of what is driving him this whole movie. Yeah. Because he managed to, they were trying to break out of Corella. And he, Corellia. Corellia, he, <laughs> I knew that was wrong. Anyway, Corellia. It's, he, all, it's all good. He, um, and he managed to get off. She didn't. And then the whole thing is he was going to become a pilot. He was going to, okay, he can't become a pilot yet. He has to join the infantry. And so he goes through that for a couple of years. And I do love his like line when, He's like, what is our objective? And they're like, to get rid of all the hostiles. He's like, but it's their planet. We're the hostiles. And it's like, aha! <laughs> that timeline was about three Yeah, years. right, yes. Yeah. And Which, if you do the math, means the opening scene on Krellia and the opening scene of Rogue One take place very close to each other. Wait a minute. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was trying to like figure... Wait. The opening scene. Oh, right, right. The opening scene of Rogue where they're Rogue on, where yeah, the, where um, they they uh, uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character comes down and oh, picks him up. Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. That's right, because I I briefly forgot that it takes place in the past when when um yeah June Juno is uh is a kid, I, and I briefly Do you forgot think Juno? that Jin. <laughs> yeah, Ju- Juno or so. <laughs> oh, I'm not allowed to mix no. up the names. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, But but anyway, um, but she is like the reason he's like, okay, I'm going to, he wants to do whatever he can to come back and break her out. And then the thing is, and I kind of like, I do love, like I said, I love the girl talk conversation between um, Kira and L3 because I love like, she's like, you're... I mean, he is clearly in love with you, and you're branded. So I'm kind of guessing that, like, you know, like this, that's not going to happen. And, you know, and I just kind of like, she knows that Han's literally going to do anything to, like, rescue her. Because And, but I think what I loved about their relationship, though, was because, yeah, Han was in love with her, and maybe they would have ended up together. Who knows? Maybe they, but... I kind of realized something that I love though about it is it shows why he and Leia are so good together because Leia Kira was too much like him. 
or but she is like a little bit more like she is a criminal right she was who and he she, thought he was she is yeah she had like saying like she had done probably horrible things but i'm so curious like what what kind of stuff does crimson dawn do crime well, I mean, <laughs> yes but like they're yeah, like she's it, done it's, horrible like, they things did, they did like, drug they, like well, they, like, like steal stuff well, like well they they well yeah they do they actively like murder people indiscriminately they have enforcers they but it's yeah you never really like, see persecute, how they like, get money they, or yeah. what they actually do because the pikes control the spice trade the and they have alliances with the other crime families but like what do they do Yeah, like, I think it's explained in, like, some, like, the comics and books, because, like, Maul, for the most part, kind of, like, operates, like, a, a, or deals with, like, all, like, the, uh, the head crime families. Like, he deals with, like, Death Watch, like, who are, like, the main, like, bulk of his, private army. um, Crimson Dawn is, like... Clone Wars. He's kind of off doing his own thing again, having to rebuild, but yeah. Still, but yeah. yeah, 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 I mean, they're gone, but I mean, still, yeah. I mean, he still has, like, a few, like, loyal, like, fanatics. Um, like, not as many as he would have hoped, but still. Um, but, yeah, like, the the Pikes and, like, Crimson Dawn are, like, the Pikes do, like, all, like, the drugs. They're basically, like, the breaking bad of his group. And, like, Crimson Dawn is, like, I guess, like, the financial and kind of is, like, the, like, does, like, all the wet work for him of, like, trying to, like, make sure that, everything is stable enough for him to still have uh, a bit of like an empire to get revenge against Palpatine and Vader. Because we later learn in like a, like a comic or a book where at the end of this movie, he has Kira go to Dathmere and he tells her like the whole story and trains her how to fight Sith combatants. And she, wait, what you uh, just call it manages to like get, it sounds like Sith you said combatants. Okay. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Well, she, he, sorry. Well, he trains her how to fight like right. people who like can wield lightsabers, even if she doesn't have it's, one. There, it's is that better? What she knows uh, is from <laughs> Terrace Kasi, and it's from Legends of Terrace Kasi, which was uh, a video game okay, way back. Really. She, a really shitty video game. <laughs> a really shitty, like, PS1 video game. Um, but yeah, he, he teaches her how to do all this, and at some point, she manages to intercept uh, Han in Carbonite, and is, like, going to, like, auction him off uh, as, like, a, a trap to, like, try to get Vader. Uh, but she's, like, actually going to, like, return him to, like, the Rebellion, and she confronts Vader and like holds her own like really well against him. Like she she isn't backing down. She's like actually like landing a few hits on him. And the only reason Vader doesn't outright kill her is because he senses uh Luke nearby and he immediately stops and walks away. And then Boa steals like Khan hmm. again and they go into episode six. But I think that was like the last we've I think ever. That's the only time we've heard about her that outside of solo. But I think the point. But like, I think yeah. Just watching it, I realized like because okay, he has a a love interest and someone that he cares about in this movie, and we obviously know what's going to come for him. So 
I remember just thinking, like, she, A, is like, yeah, she's, she, like, when she was saying to him, you're a good guy, like, you're not a bad person, you're not a bad, you're not a villain, you're not a bad guy the way you seem to think you are, and, and, like, okay, after she killed, uh, Paul Bettany's character, could she have just left? She disappeared. She done something like if she wanted. I, I, you know what I mean. Like she could have escaped. That was her. I mean, she could have escaped. Yeah, she, and she chose not to. It's. I think Maul yeah, already knew and, she existed. Right, though. but because yeah, yeah, ma, ma, but I mean, she. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're both saying. Like, yeah, Maul knew that she existed, and it seemed like her main tie was Paul Bettany's character. But she easily could have just like faked her death or like disappeared after the mysterious death of like Dryden and all of his enforcers and like Emphis Nest stealing their like latest shipment twice of Coaxium and it could have just made it seem like she died or disappeared while retrieving this. And Maul for the most part would have been none the wiser because there was no one of his organization there to uh, uh, I, verify I, yeah. what actually happened. Yes, that there. is. You don't rise to be dead. basically the number two of that group and not want to go to number one. And I just, she, yeah, yeah. She, and she, I just yeah. think she that, like, she power. had an opportunity and she didn't take subtle. it, or she, she, what she took, yeah, was power over being with Han. Whereas Han. Right. She and took the Han, opportunity that like, she wanted. Okay, like, later, when, with, like, Leia, when, obviously, she cares about him, but she know they both know he's gonna leave, that's why he's being kind of, like, he's not really doing anything, because he is, he's leaving after, and then I love Return of the Jedi, they're just both like, fuck it, and they're together. And I just think, but I kind of love how, in contrast to Kira, Leia is, she's stubborn yeah. like him, she's scrappy in her own right, like, they are more opposite, but they're more compatible where Kira and him are, it's like she's like, she's going down a dark path, and she doesn't want him to follow, basically. Which is, I guess, noble in a in a way, but I don't know, I just, I kind of think that this relationship compared to Han and Leia is just so interesting. Yeah, it's. T- I mean, definitely sure, but like, but it's just interesting because it's so Oops. they're so toxic. different. They're so opposite and toxic. Well, Kira has that line when they're in the closet where she's like, "I don't want yeah. you to know what I've done." Because and then they make out in the cakes. Look at me like this. You'll look at me differently. <laughs> yeah. Which let's let's have sex on one of Lando's capes. <laughs> What what a, what a place to make out <laughs> surrounded by capes. Um, what so what did you guys? I I feel like the ending okay. is so kind of kind of heartbreaking, but I also kind of love it. Where uh, what I keep on saying this say Woody uh, to, uh, uh, Beckett basically decides to he makes it very clear to he tells Han like don't trust anybody because like if you expect betray you always expect betrayal and and he thinks that um han wasn't listening and blah 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 but then han you know kind of 
you know, mess basically does it right back. And, but what I love is just that very end when they're about, they're both, it's one of them is going to die. And so Han shoots first and ah, he, did he, the thing. he did the thing, but also I just kind of love, but I love how, yeah, Beckett was going to kill him. There was no other option. One of them was going to die, but then Han stays with him until he dies. And even Beckett is like, he did, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, like, you it's like, did the right thing. Yeah, he, he even told him, it's like, you did the right thing. I would have shot you dead. <laughs> like, I just find it, it's heartbreaking. It's like, he just killed, I mean, I guess his, they're, they're friend, for friends, I mean, but he just. I mean, for the most part, he just killed his, like, mentor and, like, probably the closest thing he's ever had to, like, a father figure. But also, I mean, the other yeah. side of it, though, is they've only known each other for, like, a week. I mean, that's longer than how long uh, Luke knew Obi-Wan, and he was still heartbroken when he died. But, but in, <laughs> yeah, but it, well, he'd known about Obi-Wan for much longer, though. True. Yeah. But okay, in, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But in this case, also, Luke did not kill Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan yeah. always intended to die. He knew he was gonna, he knew he probably wasn't gonna leave the Death Star. He sacrificed himself to get away. Yes, and yeah. In this case, I don't know, just, I just, I think, I feel like there's a fine line between expanding a character and uh, ruining a character. Like, like Last Jedi, Luke would not do those things. Like, we know this. We know that's, that's yeah. not something he would do. So, like, <sighs> Ryan Johnson, why? But, but here, yeah. I think we're seeing Han in situations we haven't seen him in before but the but the whole like i said the whole the point of this movie is that he might be a criminal but he is not a bad guy he is not he is not power hungry like kira he's not just in it yeah. to like he yeah no it's like just like how they say in uh wreck it ralph you may be the bad guy but that doesn't mean you have to be the bad guy but yeah, and even like him and Chewie right away, like he realizes, which also he speaks Wookiee to him to get him obviously to, so, so Chewie can understand him. Not eat so him. Chewie understands him. And I've never, yeah. but he also, but he under, but he, so they understand each other. So, but he was speaking Wookiee obviously to get him to trust him, which that was, that was, I just, they were great. And I just love their relationship and how they, like, it was and that brings up something else, though, is why does Han Solo know Wookiee before he meets Chewbacca? Yeah, and how did he know Wookiee? Exactly. Like, we never see him interact with a, a, a Wookiee before. Because it's always just kind of assumed he knows it because he's worked with Chewbacca for so long. Maybe, I mean, I don't know, maybe someone, right. maybe there was a Wookiee on Corellia at some point. I, that... It would have had to have been because there wouldn't have been a That's a very fair... I have to oh, say, yeah, the Wookiee... Yeah, the other Wookiee that uh, so Chewie and him break off when they're on Kessel, and because he sees other Wookies, and and one of them, I don't know, it, like Chewie's always looked the way he looks. I don't think anything of it. He looks like a a, a Wookiee. Whereas this other Wookiee, it looked like he was wearing a mask. It looked like a costume. I don't know. Something about his face looks so weird to me. And I'm like, is it like plastic? He, like a he, Halloween costume? It looked really weird. No, it... Th I, 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 ha I had a, a really weird realization that I... It's like, 
I know I've seen that guy before, and it was it. He looked exactly like um, in the Will Ferrell movie Land of the Lost, the the like the the caveman guy that they're hanging out with. It looks almost exactly like him, just like the it, it's like oh my like, gosh, like yes. a, yeah, it's like I, I forget his name. It's like 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 Chica or something like that. Um, but it's literally just like this little like ape like caveman guy that's just like all fur he's like more like monkey than man is like mid evolution it's like that is one but you know what, what i mean which like. uh oh yeah I, it, it's it's a very uncanny um, valley look almost but overall with this movie i think like yeah it has it definitely has problems and it definitely could be better but i think I don't really, again, I I don't blame the actors. Was, it was kind of a mess to begin with. Um, I don't know. I think this movie gets way more hate than it should. I remember, uh, you. I don't think you were there, Kevin, but I, at your graduation party, you were off talking with your uh, other guests. Um, uh, Steve, I remember we were talking about Star Wars, <laughs> and I think we were talking about Solo, and I hadn't seen it by this point. Uh, I don't think, maybe, I don't think I'd seen it by this point, and Steve uh, stood up and just went, I really like Solo. And then just like walked away because he didn't want anyone to judge him. (laughs) But then I, and so I was always under this impression that it was like a one, like total piece of shit. And then when I watched it, I rewatched everything. Well, I watched like half of Last Jedi, but still I rewatched everything before Rise of Skywalker. And when I was watching Solo, I was like, I, I even texted you, Kevin. I'm like, like is something wrong i kind of like this movie and you're like yeah it's not that bad like i think it gets way more hate than it deserves i feel like people it's like people i feel like people want to hate it and don't want to give it the time of day and there's there are reasons to have issues with it for sure there's reasons to not like it fine but it's not it's a it's a fun movie i think everyone needs to kind of chill it, it's 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 a serviceable, entertaining movie that doesn't really contradict no. anything that's happened before it, for the most part, and it fits. Yeah. It fits pretty well with the, mean, the area that it's supposed to be in. Ninety percent of the movie is just showing things that have happened exactly before, and, that were talked I, about before. I, I think that's why people have an issue with it is because they wanted there yeah. to still be like an era mystery. Like we want, like we wanted the castle thing he, to still thing be he says. like this, like which unknowable which... brag that he always had. Yeah, like we don't do want to see what, it, but yeah. What do you mean you didn't want to see everything you've ever heard about Han Solo <laughs> in two hours and fifteen minutes? Which actually, okay, so I mean, just to clarify, like because that, I was getting no, really mixed up. With the, the terms and all these things but so kessel is the system that's where the pikes are that's where they're going to steal the yeah yeah the spice the, yeah. the spice finds a kessel and the the kessel run is the like gas tunnel thing that they have it's to go the, through okay yes. is wait is it that, that yeah that, that was the that was the route that he took well to is it wait sorry is it the is it the, the way to get or oh they like the thing they have to go into to escape well, the the Kessel Run is just getting out is getting from Kessel out to normal space. How you do it is up to you. The most common way is that. Oh, but so when they went into the like they went into it to get escape the 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 maelstrom. Th- that was yeah. That was also like when they're given it like juice and then it like like that. 
that was fun. That was funny. Like, it was, it was stuff like that where, yeah, like, I, it's a Han Solo, Han Solo has been, is like, he's done all these, we know he's been on all these adventures. That's what this movie's gonna be. Like, I think that's the bottom line. It's not contributing anything related to Jedi or the Rebellion. I mean, again, a little bit at the end, but like, it, like, is also the first movie that yeah. they never say the word Jedi. That ne- yeah, like because that's not that's not that's relevant. True. Actually, it may even be the only live action Star Wars property or animation where they it's, never say yeah. the word Jedi. That is true. It almost was the first one where they didn't just like have, have a lightsaber. Have a lightsaber, and then Maul kind of ended that streak real quick. But yeah, like it didn't. It didn't um, need to. It's not that yeah, no, kind it, of movie. It was really fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a heist movie. It's this is literally just the closest thing that we're gonna get to like uh like Guardians of the Galaxy. I know I've said that before, yeah. but this really just felt like a Guardians of the Galaxy like one and a half. So like, is Chewy Groot or is Chewy? I feel like in this situation, yeah, there's Chewy Rocket. <laughs> yeah, he he's Groot. Chewy he's is Groot. Yeah, Chewy is both Groot and Rocket. He 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 is he is their <laughs> love child. So. Um, oh, actually, really quick, the girl, the main, like, leader of the, yeah, she, is she the Emphasis. one from, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Okay, I was like, Aaron Kelly, huh? who was also yeah. in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes, yeah, yeah, you know, pretty, the, pretty the exact same character. <laughs> yeah, she's the, oh, we, we have a, a young girl that's the yeah. leader of the rebellious group. <laughs> she's done it before. Yeah, we'll cast oh, her. I have, yeah. I have experience, I, I led a... She's the, it, I have it's the exact same character. A, uh, I I led a rebellious group and and took down, helped take down uh, Paul Bettany, <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Ben, since you're our uh, guest of honor, do you think this movie is real? Was there anything in this that you didn't think was? Is there anything you think think was or wasn't believable, or anything you did or didn't buy? I mean, the overall story is... You have to get past the fact that it's in space and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, all yeah, yeah. And like, but yeah, we, it's the overall... Yeah. You have to com- complete the job to try and get out is believable. Yeah. Okay. Kevin? I... I, I want to say yes, but there were a couple things that I thought were kind of odd. Like first of all, I think this was like the first time we ever really learn about um, coaxium, like the the like the fuel source for like all all the ships and stuff like that. I, I don't think we no. ever is, has that been mentioned it was, before. It wasn't mentioned by name, but fuel was a huge issue well, I, in. Black I knew Jedi, I knew fuel was like well, which came out six months before this. Yeah, like I know fuel was like a, like a really big like thing, but it wasn't. Um, like coaxium, like this hyper fuel. It's like, oh, okay, I guess that's different than just regular fuel. Like, I, I never really knew uh, that it was like a, a separate thing. But I mean, I guess it makes sense. But yeah, this is basically the first time it's really mentioned. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I just thought it or was uh, a little first time chronologically. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, you're right. Okay. Um. Or in release order, other stuff has mentioned it since this. Before Solo. But yeah, okay. it's a whole thing. It's weird. Alright, well now I'm getting a headache trying to think of this. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would... Yes, this is the first time it showed up. 
Jesus Christ, Ben. <laughs> you keep saying something else. Um, it's the first time it showed up. Oh my, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sam, what did you think of this fucking movie? <laughs> I've completely lost the trip, my train of thought um, now. Well, for starters, I think it's the first time that that name has shown up in a Star Wars movie. Um, but... God. <laughs> I'm I think I'm with Ben. I think there isn't really oddly enough there isn't really anything I I think the one thing that I, I I'm kind of going back and forth on is when uh when the when the job when the first job fails because like okay, the marauders also have it. They're super low, and Han's like, I gotta, we have to let go of the shipment, or you guys are gonna get killed. And uh, Beckett yeah. says, we're not stealing for ourselves, we are stealing to, we owe it to Crimson Dawn. And I was kind of thinking, why didn't he say that they weren't stealing it for themselves? Or at least say, like, we're not, like, maybe not mention Crimson Dawn because Crimson Dawn, it it's like, I couldn't tell, like, how important, I know it's important in the story, but in Star Wars as a whole, how important is it? And if he had said, like, it, if he said something like, we're, like, they, he, Han knew they weren't, they were delivering it to somebody, and he didn't know it was Crimson Dawn, like, I don't know, like, like, is that something to be afraid? I mean, yes, it's something to be afraid of, but, like, why, as an audience, yeah. am I supposed to really care? But I think I was, you know. Yeah. Well, go. I, I think it was. I think I think it wasn't mentioned because at that point the general audience had no idea what Crimson right. Dawn was. Just like how no one knew, like the general audience had no right. idea that Maul was still alive. So it was like him saying that would have meant really nothing. But for everyone else, it's like it's like we're not stealing for ourselves. We're stealing this for the mob. Is basically like what Beck is Pretty saying much. to to him, like. I, I feel like the only way that they could have made this more digestible for the general audience by mentioning stuff that like they would all get is if they if they were working for Shop the Hut. Like that's the only way I can think of yeah. this making well, sense. They they alluded to that with the big shot gangster on well, that. Yeah, like I mean they yeah, they, they mentioned him at like the very end or like very heavily allude to it, but if for but, like yeah. the general audience yeah. Like the whole like Crimson it would have Dawn. Been something like that, yeah. yeah, they had to have like someone that they would recognize, and Job of the Hut is really like the only gangster that the general audience is really gonna uh, gravitate and towards. They couldn't. They couldn't do that because they were setting up the second movie to be Han Solo pulling his first. How many? Job, wait, first so, job. He's, yeah, exactly. so he's done um, multiple which, jobs yeah. for Java. Okay, but okay. Yeah. 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 Because he was like, I think he was like quoted as like That's how he job. racked up such a tab. Yeah, I, I think it was like he was like quoted as like Jabba's like favorite smuggler for a while until oh and, until like oh he dropped a shipment at the first sign of imperial blockade. It's like y- yeah, you he botched yeah, he botched, they, yeah he botched they, up one job. <laughs> You're gonna try and kill him over that? Okay, he he can't have them running his plates. He's oh like the okay, system. this is actually yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> this was oh, something this movie I thought of the before. first time I watched it, and I was like thinking I I forgot what it was, and I was trying to like think about it. But um, 
the the card game with uh Han and Lanto. I I really I like I liked that or scene, but I remember yeah. the first time I saw it, I was like, so he lost and then this and then but they end he ended up helping them and letting them take the Falcon anyway. So I was kind of wondering like I I don't know. It seems plausible, obviously. I totally would buy that they would have him attempt to win it first, but like because Lando was so like willing to help them anyway because he was going to get a cut, I was like, why not just why not just start that? Well, it's... they don't make a big deal about it, but yeah. the Falcons in lockup. Oh, oh, they right. help him break okay. it out. Yeah. Right. So Lando's not doing as well as he makes it seem. Yeah, he's 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 in hot water as well as them. Just he's playing it off that he's you know yeah he's like a suave ladies man. But like, like yeah yeah yeah. But I like I like the car. I like that scene because it's yeah. the first time they're really like getting a sense of each other. But I think the first time I saw it, but this time I see it didn't bother me as much. But the first time I saw it, I was like. He, if he was already, if it was, if it was this easy to get him to help them, then why did we have to have the card game? And I mean, I guess we kind of did to establish like Lando, but I don't know. yeah, it, it was to establish Lando, and I feel like it was also like right. So yeah, I, I, I'm like, like I know, like, I think this time around, I felt it served and, yeah. a much stronger purpose than the first time, but. Yeah, it, it it was a good scene for the right. yeah, It was it was a good scene for them to like size each other up. It was like them like we, we got to see like how Lando kind of deals with the situation. If like a situation gets too hard, he'll cheat, and Han will kind of like force his way through with like sheer luck and will and spite to 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 come out on top. And sometimes that's not enough. You gotta think ahead, and at the end he realizes that well after the end of the first card game he realizes that there's no way that Lando could have won because he counted the cards and it's like there's no way he could have had that card to to have that configuration so when he finds out that he's cheating he outs- is that why he hugs him in the, the beginning out of his sleeve and then which also a real can we fight. acknowledge that Lando and, had a tropical yeah, shirt yeah, he, he, yeah he, <laughs> Yes, yes. He that had, shirt was awesome. Yes. I want that shirt. That's I, I think I think that's like one of the like premium skins in like Battlefront 2 when you play as uh Probably. It, no, it is. Like you can That would track. You can play as like Billy D. Williams and like like you know, like on like uh like his like Bespin gear and then like him as his like hut disguise and then you can play as like uh, uh, Glover. Um, uh, <laughs> but overall, I, I think shirt and cage. I think overall everything as of right now, everything. I think this is kind of real. There wasn't really anything that I didn't buy or believe. There were a couple times where it's like they're giving us exposition or like this. This was kind of annoying, but for the most part, like I totally think that this is how Han yeah. would behave and i think everyone needs to take a chill pill about this movie yeah i i agree i think the only thing that i felt like was a bit much that i feel like this was 
just Han retelling the story to someone else and adding extra bits for like flair and dramatics was when they're being attacked by basically the Kraken that he tricked into like falling into like a black hole to get out of the castle uh, to, to do the castle run. It's like, okay, that seems a bit much. You can just say that you got caught in a gravity well and, and shot yourself out. The, the whole bit with like the Kraken seemed a bit much, but yeah, aside from that, it seemed like this was plausible. It just seemed like there was like extra moments where there was like a bit more, um, in his story that it was just him bragging a bit more. It's like, oh, and then we fought this giant Kraken, but I outsmarted by launching an escape pod, and then I fought uh, a gangster. That, and that would have actually been really away. funny um, if in the... If he was waiting for Lando, like, whilst waiting, he's, like, telling somebody this and, like, telling the story, and then we're like, oh, so some of this is probably he's just, like, like fudging whatever but that would that would have been a funny way to that would have been funny like i mean they sort of winked at that a little bit with when they're on severine at the end it's i think him and chewie are arguing about right 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 it's 12 parsecs if you round down yeah (laughs) and then you cut to um uh a new hope and he's like oh yeah it's the ship that made the kessel run in under 12 parsecs (laughs) <laughs> which means he just keeps rounding that's down like, over the that years that sounds like a good solid number <laughs> um so yeah I think that more or less wraps up Solo and I'm really looking forward to our uh next episode which we're, we're kind of bouncing back and forth between two ideas and one of them might be a double feature so uh stay tuned for that one folks and uh in the meantime sam where can these lovely people find you can find us on you know pretty much wherever you can find podcasts so apple spotify google stitcher uh overcast we're also on youtube and we're actually on like it's it's caught up (laughs) like everything's on there uh which is rare (laughs) and uh also follow us on instagram or facebook uh like subscribe follow and uh yeah we give you like heads ups i give you heads ups on what's coming up and um yeah and uh ben thanks for coming uh i was disappointed you weren't we were disappointed you weren't there last time (laughs) oh yeah you're welcome always fun yeah. there was there was a question yeah, all, there was a question yeah, i asked I kevin and it went into like a downward spiral he was like, uh, uh, i don't remember what it was but we were like damn it why isn't ben here <laughs> maybe oh it was it, it was something about the yeah the timeline I oh right it was right yeah let's yeah anyway uh, um yeah uh but uh before we go uh ben uh do you have any uh shout outs or people where, where people can find you or anything not really no all right, fantastic. <laughs> me, with Hi, that Mom. Being said, <laughs> that being said, uh, I'm Kevin Tracy. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. I'm Ben Deckert. And you've been listening to Movie Reel. May the force be with you, folks. Bye-bye. <laughs>